What's up? What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jason. And you're listening to the Brand Identity Design Business Podcast. Let's actually do a sound check. You know, give me a thumbs up, guys, if you can hear me loud and clear. Is the voice too high, too low? Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me and if I'm audible. Awesome, awesome. I see a couple of thumbs up and I see my good friend, Lenny, down in the audience. Lenny, you're welcome to come up as we brainstorm and have this monologue. Raise your hand. Feel free to join the stage if you are in a good spot. All right, so so again, uh, welcome to the Brand Identity Design Business Podcast. My name is Jason. I am a professional brand identity designer myself. Okay, and today we will be discussing about branding for small business owners small business owners as small business owners many small business owners they have this question you know what is the role of branding uh, does it contribute to a company's success is really branding necessary when you should invest in it what the hell is branding overall so what i have done is that i have created a pdf it's it's like an ebook and I have distilled and curated all my thoughts of what I feel uh, about branding in general. So you can actually go through the event comments, uh, click on the three dots on this audio event. You will see the event comments and you will see a nice picture of me and you would see something called as customer ebook. I would recommend you folks to actually download this ebook and use this as a reference point of this discussion which I'm having with you right now. Now remember the ebook is very comprehensive and it goes through a lot of depth and detail. So take your sweet time if you want to refer to it and even if you don't check it right away it's also cool. Customer ebook and you should be able to find it under the event comments if you're not able to find it once this podcast is done uh, just dm me i'll send you the links it's, you should be able to find it pretty spot on under event comments okay so this is going to be a monologue i have actually not done monologues okay personally so i'm also in the learning phase so it's possible the information can be like a dump bear with me i'm trying to find that sweet spot which makes it quite engaging and informative at the same time so work with me on this so i'm a brand identity designer again i help entrepreneurs create unique memorable visual identities that kind of reflects their brand and helps them to stand out in the industry business owners who want to stand out those are the people who generally hire me and i have done projects in aerospace automotive wellness radio entertainment banking broadcasting uh, retail i don't know i have lost count i have done over 250 projects or so um, yeah nice decent experience i feel so so today the show outline and i know many of you folks are actually here to get context on what i'm trying to say uh, the topic does appear All right, so I think we are having a technical glitch here. Okay, uh, I don't know what happened, but I think I lost the connection in between. Give me a thumbs up, guys, if you can still hear me. Uh, send me thumbs up emojis if you can hear me. Okay, so... What I was saying uh, just a while back uh, is that I'm going to give you the outline of today's conversation. I'm going to be discussing why small business owners don't invest in branding. Okay, is branding really necessary when it, com you know, when it comes to the growth of a company and its success? Okay, uh, when should small business owners invest in branding? What is branding and what isn't? And why uh, should companies think of uh, you know, investing in branding or should consider investing in branding. Maybe the title of this conversation gives you like a negative aspect towards it. I'm not jeopardizing that branding is not important, but I think many marketers and designers such as myself, 
okay we are influencing you in the wrong way i don't think branding is necessary for all businesses which are out there when you start up a business it's not necessary that you need branding there are many other attributes and things you should focus on as a business owner and gradually consider branding so please do not think being a designer myself i'm saying branding is not important that's not the idea we are just challenging it and i'm trying to give you guys a different perspective so let's deep dive into this conversation why small business owners don't invest in branding and according to me when i actually thoroughly sought and uh, when i sat down and i was thinking i came up with two specific reasons which is uh, you know the prominent ones the first one is cox and the second second one is cac so cox stands for cost of goods sold sold and cac stands for customer acquisition cost so for some companies especially who are selling low price commodities with low profit margin the cost of investing in branding would outweigh the potential benefit uh, in terms of increased sales and loyalty they simply can't go beyond their daily operation they because they have limited margins limited structure so the cost of the product itself which is sold in the market does not allow them to look at the benefit of branding this is one reason why small businesses don't invest in it second which i was referring to is cac customer acquisition cost what this means is that the cost of acquiring a customer can be quite high for some businesses particularly the ones which are operating in competitive markets or markets with limited marketing budget in such cases these companies would prioritize investing in other areas of business such as uh, maybe product development uh maybe customer service or maybe customer experience or something else okay so they they are not you know they don't have any reason to focus on branding at this moment of time because you know they are focused on something else these are the two core reasons and i think these two reasons inspire and uh you know reflect on the other reasons so the other reasons which i listed down is financial bandwidth building a brand uh, you know it's not like a, a one time investment as many designers or marketers say it is uh, it does require a lot of money and it's about spending money over the course of time because brand building does not happen in a day it can even take decades or even more it takes time so it's not just investment of money you need to be consistent you need to offer it time you never know how customers are going to perceive you towards the end so it it takes time if you don't have the budget or businesses who don't have the budget may not look at branding as an option okay another reason i can think of is entrepreneurs you know many of them are very hesitant and resistant to change uh some people are very traditional they are like we've been doing this business for a long time and we have been doing it so and so we don't necessarily see uh, a reason to invest in branding okay uh i'm not saying that all businesses think in this manner but i have come across many companies who are slightly traditional and old school and they feel uh that if we go ahead and invest in branding that would alter the company's overall identity and its operation Okay so that's another reason they are hesitant you know they fear the change is not good some business owners don't really have access to expertise okay they don't even know how to develop or execute a strategy they may not have the right talent in house or they don't know how to find it okay because everybody uh, says they are good but it's difficult to identify who is actually good on who can really help okay another reason which i can think of is differentiation some businesses operate in a market okay they might be offering a product or service which is not really unique okay they don't see a value in investing in branding uh, because they don't necessarily want to stand out they want to be the same as their competition so these business owners would not invest in branding the fourth reason i can think of uh, not fourth but you know another reason which i can think of certain kind of industries uh, it's actually a norm that they don't necessarily invest in branding so i have uh, to give you some context i have had a client who wanted to do branding but he was in the welding industry and some were in the plumbing industry 
there was also another business owner which I spoke with who cut used to cut uh, not cut but chop not chop remove trees from one location to another I think it's called some RB something I don't remember the exact name uh, but this is also another business you know these owners don't necessarily need uh, branding their industry can just function just the way it is and people will be able to accept it if you look at a plumber an electrician or a painter you're not magically going and asking them because they have a nice brand you know they you are focused more if the work is done properly or not if such business owners were to approach me or any other designer people uh, such as ourselves, we would tell them the importance and the benefit of branding. But, you know, I want to be very realistic with you. When we say this, we come from an area wherein we just are very fascinated with branding. We just feel we should offer you this uh, as a solution to solve your problem, to help you differentiate. But you don't necessarily need it. What I'm trying to say is that we're just trying to sell it. So that's why, uh, you know, I'm just trying to explain this is because not all businesses require branding. So let's move on to the next point. When should a small business invest in branding? Okay, there are a couple of factors you should consider uh, when investing in branding. So top reason should be if your business is experiencing growth and if you want to expand your customer base, investing in branding would make sense because it's going to, uh, help this such small businesses develop and establish a strong identity that will attract new customers. Second, uh, if you are in a competitive industry, okay, investing in branding can help you to differentiate, provided you want to differentiate and you want to create an identity which helps you to stand out from the marketplace. Third reason is, uh, let's say that uh, if you are launching a new product or a service and if you want to generate some buzz before the launch, investing in branding makes sense. So at, at, during such time, small businesses should consider investing in branding. If you are expanding into a new market or new area or region or an operating location, investing in branding would help for you to make a presence and attract a wider audience you know because if you look different if there is a vibe to it you know people associate these things with quality and they would be they you know i'm not saying that you would always end up getting business but there is a prob probability you can influence people uh, towards your direction okay rebranding so if you're a small business and let's say that you've been operating for a really long time, everything looks average and you feel that, you know, we should modernize ourselves. Okay, give ourselves a revamp look and, and feel so that, you know, the employees feel motivated, our clients feel motivated, we feel motivated, our customers feel good, stuff like that. At that time, investing in branding makes a lot of sense you know because it would reflect your company's values and goals and your long-term strategy okay so that is you know addressing point number two whether when should small businesses invest in branding i'm just gonna keep it light so that you know people can process this and it's just not me you know giving you a dump of information uh, you're welcome to raise your hand and if anybody wants to come up and ask me questions uh, with regards to what I have spoken, uh, you're welcome to do so. And what I will do is I'm going to play that song. Oh, okay. So we have somebody who is willing to come up and ask. Oh, Michelle, it's you, Michelle. How are you, Michelle? Hi, Jason. How are you? I'm fantastic. So nice to see you. So nice, oh, to, nice, see. To, nice to see you. This room is exactly what I needed um, because... So I have not established my my branding yet um, for my jewelry business. My Pinterest business, I'm good at. But my jewelry business, you know, I'm getting more into branding now with my clients. And I was like, oh, my gosh, my own branding is awful. Um, and, you know, so the title kind of caught me, like, why don't you need a brand to succeed? Um, but what I'm learning is, you know, branding is is important over the social media, you know, uh, platforms. So, you know, any, any tips on that, um, would be fantastic. So thanks, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can actually give you tips, uh, on this. See, 
I'm not saying that branding is not important, but before you get into branding, I think you should focus on, uh, you know, things which are very crucial for a business. And some business owners don't focus on it, which is uh, your product quality, product or service, what the quality you bring. Focus on that, make it better. It may take you some time to refine and make it like really good. Okay, work on that first. Work on your pricing, a product market fit. What kind of pricing you want to introduce your services or product at? Okay, overall customer service, marketing, advertisement, overall customer's uh, experiences. I feel when you start as a small business owner, your primary focus should be enhancing these components because this acts like a foundation. Once You can have a very shitty product, uh, you know, positioned as a very quality brand. But when customer would interact with this brand, they would come to know the operation is shit. They would come to know that this is garbage, just, you know, beautified in a certain way. My recommendation to small business owners is that focus on the integral part of your business, customer service being one, product quality and all those other aspects work on this make that better and once you feel that you have reached a certain point that my operation is good uh, my services which i'm offering is nice i'm getting positive feedback then it makes logical sense for you to transition to a brand and then you can take that step does that answer your question michelle i'm so sorry Yes, it absolutely answers my question. And I, I definitely think for my website, because um, I was like very into the pinks and the blues, and it just doesn't represent my ba my brand. Like I'm earthy, inspirational, um, chic kind of brand. So I think I need to come up with like a really good color palette for all of that. So yes, thank you so much, Jason. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I want to say is that Michelle that life is all about experimentation and even businesses is all about experimentation. So whatever combination, permination you want to try, uh, just experiment it out and see how that makes you feel, how the customer you know feel when they look at it. And they're going to give you some opinion and feedback. And based on that, make logical decisions. And I think eventually you should be able to figure it out. Many people think that once you hire a designer and once a designer help you with XYZ, that's that's it. You have to stick to it for the rest of your life. Uh, that's not entirely true. Your brand is like a human entity which is evolving on a day-to-day -day basis. It would have new things which you would learn new ideas, new strategies, new plans. So you need to feed it and ensure that it it has substance to grow. Yeah, that's the point which I wanted to make. Uh, do you have a follow-up question, Michelle, before we move on? Nope, I'm just going to sit here and listen. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, yeah, so the next question uh, which I would be addressing is that is branding... Uh, necessary for a company's success okay and I know I kind of answered it but I'm gonna just go in a little more depth and the answer is no okay many designers marketers brand strategists out there would say that branding is necessary to some extent it's true but that does not uh, say you know I, I would not agree to them that that is hundred percent true some part maybe, but the answer is actually no. It does not contribute to your success. Now, see, if you have a, a unique product or a service, okay, and if it's actually filling a gap in the market, if your solution is actually much more effective than what is available in the market, people will buy your stuff irrespective how fancy your logo looks, whether you have a color palette or no. They would buy it because you're solving a major problem. Uh, if you offer exceptional customer service, your clients would be loyal to you and your business. You can still survive and sustain uh, without branding and you can still go ahead and attract new customers. You would not have to look fancy. Haven't you seen many old businesses which are out there, restaurants and hotels, who does not have even an, you know a signboard, but people, it's always flooded with people and, and the location is always full. You don't get reservations, stuff like that. It happens, you know. So it's not, I'm not trying to remove this out of thin air. I'm just speaking facts. Okay, so 
third reason i can think of is uh if a business owner has really worked on referral uh word of mouth referrals okay if they have a strong referral network okay satisfied clients whom they have interacted with would refer new businesses to them you can have loyalty programs uh, you can have retention programs which can make it exciting you can gamify things to make it more attractive for them okay next reason uh, you know why branding uh, for a is you know the, the next reason which i can think of is uh, low competition if you if you're a company who operates your business in a a low competitive environment or a very niche market okay solving a specific problem then branding is less important to attract customers because you're catering to a specific need and you are an ideal solution so uh, you would be the first choice so without much of branding people would still be attracted to you uh provided you communicate the value you bring and what you're trying to do in that market as long as that communication is done properly i think it's no brainer if you end up doing uh collaborations and strategic partnership with other businesses or organization which is complementary to your business okay that means uh let's say that you work on wood and uh, the complementary business would be a supplier of wood or somebody who manufactures or does carpentry work you know i think you get the idea complementary businesses so if you have complementary businesses and if you form strategic partnership with them you can use others other businesses and you can leverage uh, on them to get more exposure in this way again you don't have to invest necessarily in branding uh, you can still get uh, the upper hand without having a brand so i don't know you know guys you know if you're listening to this does this make sense give me a thumbs up if this is making sense you know i'm i sat down and i brainstorm on it and i feel that branding is used as a buzzword as a magic pill to solve shit but this is not true branding does not solve anything branding is just one component okay of your business you need to have all the other factors in place to make things work otherwise it's not going to work i'm just it's just being very simple and straightforward to you now let's actually move into the next question what is branding and what isn't so i'm going to focus on what isn't branding and i love this author his name is marty neumayer big fan follower i have read almost all his books and i watched all his content now according to him i like the way how he expresses this he says a brand is not a logo many people look at their iphone and they see the apple logo they think that's a brand a brand is not a logo if you see the nike sign it's it, that's not a brand uh it's also not a product you know the iphone the product or the nike the air jordans uh, many people think uh, when i have a pro- you know a superior quality product that's a brand that's not true uh many people think uh it's a promise some some companies or most you know uh, brands offer you good quality and customer service as a promise many people think that if companies offer this this is also a brand that's not true for many marketers and advertisers many of them say that it's a sum of all impressions or engagement now impressions and engagement these are important metrics to reach the effectiveness of a brand uh, marketing efforts but it does not all these things which i spoke about it does not capture the full essence of a of what a brand represents uh, i am a brand identity designer many designers such as myself they say building a brand identity or a visual identity is also a brand that's also not true because it can be copied it can be imitated okay no matter how bright and beautiful you make it uh, i can take inspiration from it and make something similar to it uh, so what marty says that it's not what you say it is it's what they say it is and when i say it's the audience so a brand is not what you say it is it's what the audience say it is it's your audience perception about your product or service over the course of time a brand is also not like a checklist which you strike off from your to-do list like a, a logo a tagline a strategy a marketing campaign it's also not that it's a person's gut feeling 
about your product, service or your company. Think about it. A gut feeling, how you feel inside. When you hold uh, the Nike or the Adidas shoes, you get a sense, a feeling right in your gut. This shit looks good. This is good quality. I feel great when I wear this. It's going to enhance your confidence. That feeling, that feeling which is generating from your gut, that is brand. Okay, I hope that makes sense. It's the result. It's, it's also a result, a result of all your marketing efforts which you make over the course of time. It's your reputation that is created in your audience mind over the course of time. And you can influence uh, them to you know to behave a certain way when they interact with your brand but you can only influence them but at the end of the day it's the audience who decide what they make out of it a brand again it's like a human like entity that is constantly evolving based on the experience and perception of its customers i'm going to take a halt there and pause. I want to have a sip of water because monologues can be very, very exhaustive. So, Michelle, do you have any question? Um, I, I don't. Um, well, actually, like, should your website, and you might have already answered this, match up with your social medias, like across all platforms? As as long as. Uh, so it, it, it's very subjective. I mean, if you're focused on reels, no matter how much you try, I, I don't think it's going to match, right? Because it's just going to be you. If you're referring to just Instagram posts, still images, which you generally post, it's good to have like a color scheme. And it's good to have something which matches what you have. But again, try it out. Okay, just see how it goes. It's possible... Uh, People may not have concluded that the website look and feel is the right vibe. Maybe your audience from Instagram uh, might be your ideal audience. They might give you a better clarity whether you know you should go with this palette or that palette. It's okay to ask questions, you know, Michelle. You can always, uh, like for an example, if somebody were to approach you for an inquiry, just ask them, you know, how did you find me? What uh, what kind of content which you saw on Instagram attracted you towards me? Why did you take this step? Just ask them these questions. You know, they will give you an idea. How did they decide? And what you can do is you can use that data to make it even better. Does that answer your question? Yes, and thank you, Jason. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so we have one more champ, Arun. Thank thank you so much for joining the stage. I don't know if you were paying attention to the whole yeah. conversation. How are you? And yeah, I'm fine. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much to be in this show. Uh, uh, what I I think about the brand, what is brand? A brand is uh, that the value you have delivered uh, uh, in your history. That is, uh, I think, uh, the definition of brand. That is my perception. Uh, you have uh, uh, shown various examples and various elements, but uh, what are the net result is what are the value you have delivered in your history that will be your brand? What I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of agree with you. Okay. And at the same time, I also would like to say, the value which you're offering, whether it's actually valuable or no, it's the audience who decide. So maybe you are actually Absolutely. offering a ton of value over the course of time, but for a client, it might just mean shit. Okay, so it is still not serving the audience, right? So at the end of the day, you are doing great at your end of the spectrum, but from the receiver's end of the spectrum, it does not mean them anything. Okay, can we say that, the, can we then define the value part as a right uh, way of measuring it? I don't think so. I feel that, you know, you should still uh, learn from the audience and see. Again, you know, not trying to justify I'm right or you're wrong. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's, it's a discussion for them. So we must not, you know, repeat it to any, any particular definition and statement. So 
what i think uh, basically what are the value you have delivered in history and uh, if that is proven and uh, uh, such to uh, the customer and the audience and that will be your value and that will be your brand value yeah yeah so it's your uh, it's it's kind of the value you deliver to your audience and they have a certain perception about you over the course Absolutely. of time Absolutely. that would be a brand okay so when nike okay i'm just saying nike just for the heck of it i don't really mean to use them as an example so that people can relate if if you were back in 1980s or 70s whenever they launched okay just hypothetically i'm saying they were trying to sell shoes and the back of their trunk uh, of the car okay now if you were a client during that time by just holding the shoe would you be able to have the same level of affection or perception you have for nike as of today so that's what i'm trying to say so it's possible initially people may not get it so it's like a long term effort it just happens over the course of time uh the misconception is yeah, that many people true. think uh is that you know it's like a magic wand and if you just spin it once that means if you invest in let's say a good logo or maybe stationery like envelope letterheads if you have like a good website design if you make a few beautiful flyers that's it uh what i'm trying to say is that's not it you know because you would have to redo this consistently you would have to handle all your touch points uh you need to ensure that you know it's done in a professional way over a period of time without expecting any results okay and keep influencing people and at some point people will start speaking about your company in a certain way and that's the that's the time when you know that you have become a brand and you have influenced people to feel uh, about your brand in a certain way i'm going to move on if anybody else would like to come up and just chew my brain you're welcome to do so why should companies invest in branding okay first of all if you invest in branding it's going to give you more clarity and consistency it's going to give you a road map it's going to help you to understand what is your value mission the, you know you would have a clear understanding about your message you would know how to walk the walk and talk the walk or whatever you say i i hope that makes sense it's going to help you to establish credibility in comparison to your competition it's going to help you differentiate from your competition when you keep your product next to a competitor's product they should be able to identify and gauge this is a good brand at least uh, you know you can influence them to feel that way that this is a good product quality in comparison to the one on the side uh, it helps to create emotional connection uh, people often feel personal connection to a brand because they kind of share their values belief and they associate themselves with a uh, positive experience you know okay it can also help you to foster customer loyalty uh, loyalty not royalty but loyalty okay you can retain and attract a lot of talent would you actually believe this uh, that many uh, many employees okay i was an employee at uh, maybe a few years back and i used to join companies which were brands okay and the reason why i used to do it is because i wanted to associate and have my career aligned with those companies okay i saw uh, myself being you know my value system and what they do to be very much aligned i wanted to work with an organization which i'm really proud of imagine as an employee if you have that sense of feeling you know the same feeling can be translated and associated to a customer too they also feel the same way that's what we are trying to achieve that's what branding does you know it helps you to retain the top notch talent these talents would be interested in working with you they will stay with your company for a long time you will have good amount of retention good you know reduce churn and you would be able to increase profitability you can also uh, facilitate expansion and diversification okay a strong brand can provide a solid foundation for new ventures make it easier for companies to introduce new products and services to existing customers because you can use the equity which you have created from your existing brand and use that as a foundation to promote the next one and last but not least all these things lead to a better control over the price 
okay you can demand good price when you demand good price it automatically increases your profitability more money you make uh, the higher the probability of you doing uh something great with it you know either improving your business or uh enhancing your product or services if you have better return uh better price margins uh, you can take actually more risk as an entrepreneur you can explore new areas stuff like that so i'm going to take a pause there i want to welcome leslie my cool good friend uh, she's all thank you so much leslie for being a part of this conversation how are you All right so she might be in a spot wherein the connection keeps dropping down so anyways so so arun or michelle do you have any questions uh, before i move ahead to my next point yeah jason how how basically uh, we uh, uh, promote our brand digitally uh, because uh, you know uh, this is a scenario of uh, uh fast mover and uh, people are moving very fast uh, in this uh, age uh in this uh, you can say digital age so so how we should uh, you know uh promote our brand digitally in proper way all right so i i don't think there is a a one size fit solution for all digital needs uh i feel uh, is that you have to be a little strategic okay experiment with different campaigns maybe start off with small investable campaigns and gradually move up the ladder what you can do is every time you launch a campaign and whenever you get a rejection or if you don't see the same results uh try to try to speak to the audience and try to find out why they didn't buy i know this question sounds very uh, harsh and maybe it may just put you in a wrong spot I have always ended up asking my clients after a discussion why didn't you hire me okay what is that i said that didn't connect and i tell them that i just want to use it as a reference point so that you know we can work we can become better people like giving feedback so i think uh, if you gather enough amount of information and if you're strategic with it and if you're able to listen to those needs understand it and offer a solution which really helps people yeah i think eventually you would be able to have that digital footprint yeah absolutely thank you thank you awesome awesome michelle anything you like to ask nope i'm all set i'm just again soaking it all in jason <laughs> all right all right all right okay i want to say hi to leslie leslie welcome back Thank you. A uh, Wi-Fi is is a little wonky here <laughs> in the in the uh in the East Coast. I'm in near Philadelphia. Uh Jason, I love what you're saying and so true. Just like I am really zeroing in on the secret sauce to branding myself and um and for people to identify me and um resonate with what I'm speaking into. So, um yeah, loving this conversation. Thanks for having me up, Jason. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I want to speak and address uh, the important aspect. Now, is branding a marketing tactic created by marketers and designers? I actually feel it's much more than that. I feel that branding is important, and but it's not the only factor that contributes to business success. And I have kind of given you guys examples before during this conversation. Focus on product quality. You know, one thing at a time. Focus on product quality. One. pricing customer service marketing advertising uh, the overall customer experience website design digital footprint focus one thing on a time and try to figure it out okay but it's possible that many designers and marketers kind of overemphasize the importance of branding and i understand why because they want to sell it because they want to make money they have families to look after you know they have they want revenue okay but i feel uh, that not all companies need it so i would encourage designers and marketers who are out there who actually do this to be empathetic okay uh, be compassionate and really see if the person really requires it before offering solutions okay be a little more strategic that's what i feel and and uh, 
and many people are passionate like i'm very passionate about branding i like it okay can i can i look at my brand as a designer myself can i say that i'm a brand no i have not become a brand yet i'm in the process i want to influence people to see my business a certain way but i'm still not a brand yet it's going to take a long time it's the innate understanding that you know it's not going to happen overnight that's what really makes a difference you know many people think it's a magic pill and many people think uh, that you know by developing a brand and that's it you know that's going to cut down and solve all your problems that's not going to happen i want to tell you the truth go ahead I see somebody have joined the stage. Neeta, how are you? Hi, thanks for having me. I just wanted to ask your thoughts on building in public when it comes to crafting a brand and and figuring out what your unique value proposition is. And um I've seen a lot of creators kind of ask like, you know, their audiences like which do you prefer in terms of like aesthetics, in terms of like content ideas, like sourcing um different types of offerings from the audience itself um in order to like directly address pain points but then on the other hand there is this thinking that you know people might not know what they want until they're presented with a specific offering like if you would ask people you know um 15 years ago would you want something like an iPhone it's something that people couldn't conceive of um at the time because it just wasn't um it wasn't anything people had seen before so how much should you allow um audience feedback to inform your trajectory in terms of sculpting a brand um and like figuring out what your unique voice is and how much should it be um should you stay true to your own vision because you think it might be something that um people might not know that they want until they see it yeah i i would not be able to answer this question neeta because i would heavily rely on my client to give me guidance because i am a designer i'm not the guy who is actually creating the end product so i would heavily rely on my client to give me guidance as to i would expect them to have done the research and all those interesting things before approaching me okay uh, what i i would generally do is maybe sit with them and maybe brainstorm a bit as to you know what kind of product market fit is maybe i would recommend them to work on a business model canvas uh, you know as a framework just to see maybe ask them to create an mvp before you know diving into the whole brand building thing okay but i don't know how to answer it i would definitely rely on my client i would i would consider them to be an expert in their field and what i would do is i would ask them the right questions and figure out how they perceive the brand because when you create it you know the the owner or the founder has a perception how they want it to be positioned in the market and i'll and my job is to help them reach that point you know from point a to point b bridge the gap i don't know i mean would you approach it differently i would like to hear your thoughts yeah i think uh, you know there there is something to be said for what your industry you're in and what specifically it is that you're trying to do because i i find that you know a lot of the time one size fits all models don't work very well but um that there could be like certain uh, metrics to help you evaluate which direction to go in um but yeah i definitely it makes sense that you know based off of what service you offer that you would rely on the client to provide that information yeah but yeah i just i'm always interested to to know how other people approach that that problem in their way of thinking yeah yeah let's actually take leslie for an example leslie if if that's okay if we can take your example sure so so leslie you know i had no experience when it comes to wellness functional space and i was completely relying on it would you mind sharing with my listeners what was your experience when it came to we kind of understanding and trying to discover your brand when i was working with you yeah well first of all with anything you do if you're going to do heavily if you're going to be heavily involved with social media podcasting different platforms working with nonprofit organizations and companies uh you have to be really laser focused well for me i know everybody has their own little separate journey and and so you could kind of take like a alchemist a little bit from everybody to really find out what your true calling and what your niche is but once i was very focused as to my intentions my why um and my you know really just zeroing in on that it opened up doors it opened up doors to really focus on uh my media kit that i'm now 
updating, getting headshots done and, and sticking to a brand that is a walking, you know, you walk the talk, talk the walk. I think you said something like that earlier. <laughs> I mix it um, up. <laughs> so people could convey and say, wow, this woman is in her 50s and she's living, she's eating clean, she's healthy. How can she help me? So that's what I'm parlaying the way that I want that initial vision of who I am and what I embody, but also on the corporate side, when I created my website, the first thing that you see, boom, is a corporate setting and people sitting around um, a boardroom. And the one thing that I'm focusing on is jump-starting your health and wellness to provide optimal health for productivity and revenue, increase in revenue and productivity in the workspace. So, um, and it, it took me a couple of years, you know, it, it, it's four years in the making now, and now I'm getting people that are asking me more to go on radio and they're seeing my vision and understanding how I could help them. So I might've gone off on a tangent. I'm sorry, but <laughs> that is the way that is helping me. And you have helped me just really focus on my strategies, long-term strategies, short-term strategies, branding myself. So if anyone out there is listening please give a shout out to Jason. I don't know if you do like any kind of chats for, you know, a half an hour just to kind of a discovery call with people to see if they're in line with you, but that might be a great idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I do have an option to do discovery calls. Uh, yes, you should be able to find uh, book your brand strategy call with Jason under the event comments. Click on that link. I should get the message and we will figure out a time. Okay, what I do like to ask you, Leslie, one other question is that did you when you when we both were brainstorming on a strategy for your business, did you expect me to know how the functional realm works or no? Like, was that uh, was that a factor for you to decide whether to hire me or no? The factor was if you were in your lane when it comes to branding and marketing we did share in depth to give you a better understanding and knowledge as to what is functional health, what yeah. is brain gut health, you know, Absolutely. but at the end of the day, you had your tools to help me um, really focus on what my strategies were. Yeah, that, that's, you know, that's exactly right. And that's what, uh, you know, so Nita, I think that gives you an idea, like, you know, you don't necessarily have to, be like an expert in your client's industry. You just need to know asking them the right questions so that you have a general idea which direction they your the client wants to go ahead with and you guide them uh, like you know like a guide. Like the who's who's that guide from Star Wars, you know, the the guy who wears that hoodie thing. I think you guys get the idea, right? You know, be be a guide and make your client your hero and show them the roadmap how to go ahead. Just ask them nice, interesting questions. Anita, I know you unmuted. You wanted to say something. Please go ahead. No, not at all. That's that's really definitely very helpful um, to know that. And I guess it also kind of maybe stems back to to knowing like who your ideal um, like client persona is and and maybe ensuring product market fit that way. Um, you know, not not just like ensuring that your services are tailored to the client's needs, but also just making sure that you're attracting clients that you are most likely to be able to successfully um, accomplish their goals even. Absolutely. I must say that you have a lovely voice, Nita. Thank you so much for being a part Thank of you. today's conversation. Okay. Appreciate and it. Thank you. You're welcome. And we have covered, guys, why small business owners does not, you know, they don't invest in branding. Is branding necessary for company success? When should small businesses invest in branding? What is branding? What isn't branding? Why companies invest in branding? And is branding a marketing uh, tactic? So I think I have covered all everything when it comes to a Q&A standpoint, but I want to still open up the floor for others who are listening, the 14 other interesting individuals who are pa patiently focused and paying attention to what I'm saying. I want to also let you know that under the event comments, click on the three dots on this audio event. You should It should take you to the event page. And under the event comments, you have something called as a customer ebook. It's a very comprehensive 115, 16-odd page 
I sweated my ass out creating it. I had to work for 15 hours non-stop. I had to drink, I don't know how many numbers of coffee just to make that presentation. It's one thing is to curate and have an experience over the course of years. And it's another thing to curate everything into a single document uh, so that people can get an idea. So I would highly recommend people to take advantage of this document, share it with your friends, keep it to yourself, take a printout, do whatever the hell you want. Uh, but please use it as a reference and see if, if that really helps. And if you have questions, I'm not going to bite you. Please reach out to me. Uh, I am not the Jedi who knows everything about branding. I know a few things. I'll try to uh, be curious enough to ensure that I'm not going to screw you over. We're going to have a healthy conversation and we will see if I can really help you. If not, I'm going to ask you to find somebody else. Uh, being very real with you. Uh, so let's open up the floor. So if anybody has any questions, please raise your hand. Uh, you're welcome to come up. I'm just going to give it like a minute. And in the meantime, I'm going to ask Michelle, Arun, Leslie, or Nita, anybody, if you guys have any follow-up question for me while we are waiting for uh, others to join. Jason, I'll ask a quick question. And I actually got to hop off because I've got a meeting. Yep. But um, how do you, like, like I talked about before, like getting your color palette straight for your branding. Like, you know, I've, I've done some research on it and you know, what colors complement, but you know, how does one, cause that seems to be my biggest challenge is, you know, doing the color branding. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. I, okay. I can help you, but let me help you offline because it's a very specific question and I don't want you to discuss uh, discuss anything private about your company uh, on a live conversation. So I'll send you a DM privately and we will have this conversation. I know somebody who I interviewed who is very good with colors specifically. Okay, I'm going to shoot her to, uh, you know, to your direction uh, and you guys can have a conversation so that if you want something really focused also. Okay, I'm going to give both the option. Does that help, Michelle? Yes, and thank you so much. I'll be looking out. I got to jump off, Jason, but this was a fantastic room. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're joining the conversation. You made it fantastic. So I want to thank you for being here. Awesome. Awesome. So we have Philippe who is joining the conversation. So I'm just going to say yes and... All right. All right. So, so hi, Philippe. I, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Is it Philip? Felipe? It's Felipe. It's Felipe. Felipe. But, um, I, I, Jason, I love this conversation you're having. This is an awesome conversation. Um, and it's so important, I think, for people to remember because I think people confuse the branding and marketing a lot. And I think when you have the advice you're giving that's so sound, you know, people get overwhelmed with it. They, they try to take on too much. Um, and what I've found is, you know, branding is really just one of those things where it helps people understand who you are and, and, and really promote what you stand for. And I always use the example of the company I work for now, when I joined them seven years ago, they were three blocks from my home. Okay. And it was a financial institution, been there for all my life. Not once did I realize it was a financial institution. I thought it was an office building. And I had no idea who they were, and they were in my own hometown. Fast forward seven years now, and people know who the company is. They're aware of it, and they are familiar with the name. They see it on social media. They see us out in the streets, and it's strictly because of the branding. We just it branding. Sometimes people think they have to come up with the whole branding, you know, ideas, and sometimes they're right in front of you. Branding sometimes is just letting people see what you see every day in your business, like highlighting your employees, highlighting your, your customers, highlighting your products and services, high, doing testimonials. All these things are, are supporting your brand as long as you are tying it back to what you do. And I just think that sometimes we overthink it and overcomplicate it um, more than it has to be because I, I'll tell you right now, I do a lot of employment branding because I'm a recruiter and HR person. And, and for me, it was so easy because when I was walking around you know, the offices, I'm like, wow, this is amazing what you are doing here. Oh, what a cool event you're doing outside with your customers. I started taking pictures of it. I started putting it on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram. And that's how people started seeing, oh, I get what you are doing. I, now I see what your community efforts are like. I see that you're really, it means a lot to you. 
oh, I see how dedicated you are to financial education. It, it supports your values, but sometimes you just got to open the door and let people see it. So I, I'm very passionate about this. I could keep on going forever, but I'll, I'll stop there. But thank you for having this room, Jason. Absolutely, Felipe. I appreciate your contribution. And since we don't have anybody else, I'm going to quickly make an announcement as to what would be our next event. So uh, apart from doing monologues, and monologues is something which I just started doing. I'm still not very good at it. Uh, but my condition today, when I say condition, my goal today was to finish off my session within 60 minutes. Okay, but I'm able to do that. So I'm very happy. Uh, Leslie, I want to thank you specifically for guiding me. If you're, if you're out there, maybe she walked away uh, because of a meeting. But she kind of you know suggested me, Jason, don't make it like a brain dump uh, because people don't have that much attention span. So keep it easy and light. So I've tried to make that 115-page long presentation uh, as simple as possible. Oh, Leslie's here. So, Leslie, I was just saying thank you to you because I hope we were able to wrap things up within 60 minutes. Leslie, thank you for your advice offline, which you gave me. <laughs> no, you're doing an awesome job. And it's the engagement, like you're saying. And what um, Philippe just said um, is really having people um, come up on stage, talk. And with your branding, getting that out to the public. Every little thing you're doing, you're planting the seeds. That will nurture and will grow the more you get yourself out there depending on what you're doing for me public speaking as a matter of fact in five minutes i'm going to be recording dr sandra scheinbaum she's a founder of functional medicine coaching academy was just written up in forbes and we had a rapport on clubhouse and i used to come up and speak um and now we we're offline friends so that will be uploaded next week so, um, yeah, and that's on my podcast, Keep It Dirty. So love what you're doing, Jason, and um, you're just growing in leaps and bounds. So thank you for having me. Thank you, Leslie. I wish the same for you. I wish you success as well. Uh, please pass my regards uh, to your guest. Uh, yeah, and what I want to highlight is that my next event, so I run a podcast on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, and Twitter. I simulcast every Wednesday at 12 Eastern Standard Time. Season four of my podcast, it's a business podcast. It's going to be starting from April 12th. I'm going to be interviewing a very interesting individual. His name is Elliot Kay. And he's going to speak about how to be an authority and be more giraffe. Okay, so join me, uh, us, us or me uh, on this insightful podcast session with this business coach and author Elliot Kay. Uh, as we discover the surprising ways a giraffe can teach us to become more effective authority figure uh, with valuable insights and experience, Elliot uh, shares practical tips on building credibility, authority in your field while maintaining a curious and adaptable mindset like a giraffe. So that is going to be on April 12th, uh, 2023 at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have the event already created. Uh, you should be able to find it on my profile under the featured uh, post section. You should be able to find it there. And I'm going to be wrapping up this conversation. I want to thank you each and every one uh, for your love and support. You take care of yourself. You have a blessed morning, evening, wherever you are in the world. Take care of yourself. Have a nice day. <laughs>